Safe shopping. Security advice for gift buying during the holiday season to keep your data safe. Lynn Foster Friedman from Robinson and Cole joins us. I'm Lawrence Coletti, and this is Legal Talk Today. Welcome back, listeners. Happy Black Friday to you. Today's show is about safe shopping. It's a really good time of the year to protect your identity and personal information while shopping online. And to help us out with that, we welcome our wonderful guest, Lynn Foster Friedman from Robinson and Cole. Welcome to the show, Lynn. Thank you. Absolutely. Absolutely. So it is the season, Lynn. It's time for holiday season shopping, and there's going to be a lot of people online this year. And it seems like every year during the holiday season, we hear about somebody doing some kind of fraud or stealing someone's uh, packages off their porch or something like that. And I just wanted to ask this question, you know, just in terms of your experience, you know, do these cyber attacks and data breaches and attempts at getting, uh, you know, personal information, do these kind of attempts typically increase during the holiday season? Absolutely, especially during the pandemic. There's some new research out that says that 47% of all individuals in the U.S. have opened up a new online shopping account while oh, being wow. at home during the pandemic. So uh, there's lots of new new accounts, and we're I think we're going to see a real uptick in lots of different frauds and schemes over the holidays. Well, let's build on that. You know, obviously this year has been kind of an unusual year. You've got the uh, COVID-19 pandemic, but uh, you also had a census count that went on this year and an election cycle. And of course, that means a lot of information being transferred in and out of homes. And just with that, you know, what are some of the common fraud schemes, data breaches that you're seeing uh, this year? I think particularly during the holiday season, we're going to see a lot of email schemes and phishing schemes because a lot of times we get emails from online retailers. People will just click on that great sale icon. Here, you can you, you can save 50% now if you click here. We're finding that a lot of those are are malicious and they have malware or ransomware embedded in them. So people need to be very, very concerned and careful about anything they're getting from retailers in their email boxes. If they're going to buy something online, they should go directly to the retailer's website and buy it from the actual website as opposed to clicking on a link in their email. Okay. And just uh, building on that also, you know, with the gift giving and the shopping around, I do a lot of my shopping with Amazon. That's just kind of my preferred uh, shopping selection there, but there are other places to buy nice presents for your family and friends. And so with that, any advice when you're picking out a vendor, you're going to them directly, but uh, not everybody has equal security when it comes to this. So any advice when it comes to that, when uh, shoppers reach out online, any primary concerns that they need to keep an eye on? So if you're using Amazon as your primary source, what I would say about that is making sure that you have multi-factor authentication on all of your online accounts. So anytime you can use multi-factor authentication, that would be preferable. Secondly, going directly to the retailer's website as opposed to clicking on anything in in an email that might be a, a phishing scam. I would also recommend and have people consider using one 
credit card for online shopping as opposed to multiple so that if there is any type of a compromise, only one of your credit cards is compromised right. and not all of them. And if you're putting your credit card number into a, a any type of a payment system or platform, you don't really want them to save it, even though it is more convenient for you. I always click no thank you. Yeah, I agree with that. I definitely don't like my information sticking around too long online. I think that's great advice with the credit cards. I've I've certainly had multiple ones of mine shut down because they were all running off kind of the, the same the same accounts, and so it was all they were all visas, and so they all got shut down because they came out of the same uh, bank account. And anyway, yeah. But uh, one one quick follow up on that the multi factor identification. I think more people know what that means, but not everybody. So maybe just a quick run through on multi factor identification. Sure. So multi-factor authentication uses a second form of authentication to make sure it's you. So for instance, if you are going into your Gmail account, for instance, you want to set up the ability for access to that platform by having a second form of authentication, which is usually through a text on your phone or calling your telephone and you answer with just you know a click so that they know it's you. Any way that you can have multiple levels of authentication so that no one can get into your account without that second level is very important to protect your information. All right. Points of vulnerability. So households are probably a little bigger than normal right now. You've got a lot of college kids at home because of uh, COVID, the pandemic. You've got uh, people not going to work as much, like into a place of work as much. You've got uh, remote computers coming in from the office. You probably have more mobile devices and tablets on the same network, but also the internet of things. So different devices like your Alexa smart speaker. And so, you know, just with that, with all of these different devices that connect uh, to the internet and for the consumers at at home, you know, what uh, big points vulnerability with their home networks, their home Wi-Fi, should they be focused on? So one of the most important things that people, I'm just so surprised people don't know about, are their routers. And the first thing that I would recommend that's very high on my priority list would be changing the password to your router because the default password that manufacturers have on those routers are all very well known on the dark web. So the router is a very important part of your security. Change that password so that it is a unique password to your household. Secondly, have a password on a unique password on your Wi-Fi and don't let others outside your household use it. Third, it's very important that uh, you use passwords for your mobile devices. And lastly, I would say Internet of Things devices, we could go on forever. But remember that anything that can be connected to the Internet, anything that is on the Internet is hackable. It's open if it's not secured. So if you have a security system in your home that's an IoT or a smart security system, if you haven't changed the password to a unique password, the security is not where it should be. It's not as good as it should be, and it's hackable. In addition, things like your TV or your uh, Alexa or your Echo or your smart devices, 
they all have microphones. And if you are not turning them off, they're listening to everything that you're saying. They're recording everything that you're saying and they're mining all that information. Are you trying to tell me that my Alexa speaker <laughs> likes to talk to strangers? Well, they're it's recording everything that you're saying and it's going back to the manufacturer and they're downloading it, they're using it and they're and they're mining it, which you've given them permission to do as soon as you've turned it on. That is kind of creepy. <laughs> it is creepy, but what I'm finding also is that even even in a remote work set or, or more importantly in a remote work setting, People are more casual than they've ever been before, so they're not thinking about what's in their workspace. They're not thinking about their personal assistant. They're not thinking about all of the apps that they've downloaded onto their phone that have access to their microphone. And when you're working and you have your your personal device on, it's listening to everything you're saying in your work and in your job. So the confidentiality of your information is potentially compromised if you have microphones available and on in your workspace, either through a personal assistant or through apps that you've downloaded onto your smartphone. And that's one item that I like to emphasize because people don't understand that when they've downloaded this app or they've turned on these personal devices, They've given permission to the app developer or the manufacturer to literally listen and record anything that's being said. All right. Quick follow up on this one. You know, so when we used to travel uh, a little bit more often than we do today, one of the things that I used to do as a regular uh, practice was I would not use public Wi-Fi, even if it was in my hotel room, unless I had to download or upload big audio files, uh, as is our line of work. So like if it was passwords or payment information, I'd always turn on my hotspot for my cellular phone. But, uh, you know, given that households are a little busier than they have been in the past with everybody kind of staying closer to home these days, would you recommend, you know, just for transactions and home purchasing, maybe jumping off the uh, family Wi-Fi and going on to your hotspot on your personal cell phone, which is safer in that case? Definitely a hotspot's going to be safer. So, yeah, I, I definitely would agree that getting on that hotspot is important in your home. When you're in a hotel or when you're in a public space, a hotspot is more preferable to the open Wi-Fi. Anytime you can use a virtual private network, that would be an even better solution. And just, just to clarify on that, I mean, I was talking about the home Wi-Fi, the family Wi-Fi, everybody's sitting around doing their thing and streaming. And you're just like, you know what? I'm going to go buy all the presents while everybody's busy here watching Netflix. I'm going to bounce onto my uh, hotspot. Is that a better way to go? Yeah. But I think that, you know, you don't have to worry too much about your other family members. I think you have to worry more about those outside of your particular family and network that's in your home and using your Wi-Fi. And as long as you've got your Wi-Fi that has its own unique password, it's going to be pretty safe for, for your purposes. Well, thank you so much for your time and advice today. Lynn, it was great having you on. Thank you. And also happy holidays. Happy holidays to you as well. And thank you listeners for tuning in. We wish you a happy holiday season as well. And also, also, also want to say thank you and happy holidays to our team, producer Molly McDonough and our LTN production crew. This has been Legal Talk Today. I'm Lawrence Coletti. Have a great day, everybody. Thank you.